This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. In 2019, I challenged myself to identify the one athletic test, the one combine measurement that best projected success at the NFL level. It's a simple concept, but nearly an impossible mission when you consider just how inexact the draft process is every single year. But I'm here to tell you, we did it. And the results, they're shocking. Since 2010, there have been 28 offensive linemen that have recorded a 4.4 second 20 yard shuttle time or better at the NFL combine. 24 have been drafted. And those 24 offensive linemen have gone on to start 84% of their NFL games. I'm going to repeat that because that is a staggering number. Since 2010, 24 offensive linemen that have been drafted recorded a 4.47 short shuttle time at the NFL Combine, and those players have gone on to start 84% of their NFL games. Doesn't matter if they're a first rounder, second rounder, sixth or seventh, it totally applies. So let's pop the hood, peel back the curtain, and try to figure out why, why this is happening. Let's just start with the names. Numerous first and second round picks have qualified over the last 13 years. Nate Solder, Anthony Costanzo, Eric Fisher, Jake Matthews, Joel Petonio, each started nearly every single one of their healthy games during their NFL career. But then someone like Ali Marpet sticks out to me in round two, a player who had an awesome senior bowl week, but came from a very small school in Hobart, dominated his competition, again, had a great week of practice, but that has to give NFL decision makers, general managers pause, doesn't it? Level of competition, only faced it on even playing field during one week of practice, so how early can we take a player like that? But this threshold of 4.47 seconds should have instantly given all 32 NFL draft rooms the confidence to select someone like Ali Marpet. It's a great cross-check. Uh, a great indicator. As you know, Ali Marpet went on to have an awesome seven-year career in the league. And then you get to the middle round, some recent picks in Ezra Cleveland, Abe Lucas, just coming off his rookie year, Zach Tom, just coming off his rookie year. And then we jump to round six and seven, which to me, like, makes me the most proud. I mean, just look at Jason Kelsey, an absurd 4.14 20-yard short shuttle time, the best you'll ever find. Started 176 of his career, 176 games. Matt Paradis, Sixth round, 98 of 98. Chase Roulier, 63 of 69. Heck, even Charles Leno, who was drafted in the seventh round coming out of Boise State, has been a pillar at left tackle since he entered the league. Bluntly, if NFL teams are not considering the top performers, again, just 28 have done this since 2010, then they're failing. Like, they're actively getting worse. They are not using athletic testing in the ways it should be. I mean, I just love the spectrum that we get here. Round one and round two hits mid-rounders, and then late-rounders too. It spans the entire spectrum of the NFL draft. So I know a lot of you probably have questions about this. Be sure to leave them in the comments down below. I'll answer them. But I'll try to get ahead of a few right now. One, 
Why does this work? Well, when you consider what an offensive lineman is asked to do in terms of moving laterally, it is not a shock that the best performers at the position among this athletic test since 2010 also equal good offensive linemen, right? Consistent offensive linemen, side to side, mirroring, pass protection, heck, even run blocking. This is the movement that they should be striving to be their best at, to be top tier. And again, these are the top tier athletes at the position. Two, why only combine offensive linemen, Josh? Great question. The NFL Combine strives to be a threshold, to use that word again, for the best prospects in the draft, right? So on some level, they pre-scout for NFL teams. So you almost have to have a barrier of entry in terms of a talent level in order to receive an NFL combine invitation. Now, that's not to say that only combine invites should be drafted. There's plenty of obviously non-combine invites that do very, very well. But this was just a really good case study of, hey, the organization that puts on the combine believes that these are the best, the best prospects, the best, the best offensive linemen in this year's class. And let's move on from there. I mean, the database since 2010 is large enough for me to have confidence in this projection, in this threshold. Have you ever been on vacation after a long day of activities or sightseeing? You have a night in room service, bathrobes and television or movies. And when you're in a foreign country, you scroll Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have, and you realize that the library of content there is so much larger than it is in the United States. You start a new show, a new series, and when you get back home, you realize you now have to find that on a different service or pay for it in a different way. That is where Surfshark comes in. It's a VPN service that lets you virtually travel the world with a tap of a finger. You can go to Spain, Canada, Costa Rica to watch the content available in those countries. So you can try Surfshark today, totally risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals underdog or enter promo code underdog for three extra months for free. You heard me right, three extra months for free. That is surfshark.deals underdog. Three, why use starts as a reason why these players are good? And I understand that question right? You all are fans of your teams. Sometimes the players who are starting on the field, you don't believe are very good. But consider this. If you've ever spent time on football Twitter, you know that there is a constant discourse. Uh, some might even call it a war between those that grade, let's just say PFF, and then those that played, former offensive linemen, coaches, so on and so forth. And that they believe it is more difficult to grade what is successful and not for an offensive lineman on each and every snap. So I didn't want to side with one or the other and instead wanted to side with the NFL at large, wanted to side with NFL coaches and say, well, if the position coach thinks they're good enough, if the team thinks they're good enough to start for this long period of time, then to me, they are good enough to qualify as a hit on this list. Four, what about the likes of Andre Dillard, of Jake Fisher, of Jason Spriggs? They didn't hit. Should I really care about this? Consider what is deemed a successful draft class for NFL teams, right? If a team hits on any given year 50% of their draft picks, it will be successful down the line. If 50% of those guys go on to get second contracts with that team, you are building a franchise. You are building a roster. The success of this list is far greater 
than 50%. Five, 28 have qualified, 24 have been drafted. What happened to the other four? I'll tell them to you now. Ryan Groy, undrafted, went on to start 20 of 68 games. Gabe Eichard, out of Oklahoma, now works for football media. Kellen Dyche just wrapped up his first undrafted rookie season and is on a practice squad, futures contract somewhere. And one that's fascinating to me is actually Jake Brendel, who began his career in 2016, bounced around all the way through the 2019 season, then has been on the 49ers since 2020, but actually just completed a 17-game season where he started each of those games for the 49ers at age 30. That's pretty nuts to me. Like, if one of these players is floating around in free agency, futures contracts, even undrafted, that is another tip to me that I would want to go and pursue them. Always some untapped potential on this list as well. Can this work for any other position? For 20-yard short shuttle, I would say no. And trust me, I've gone through every position, every single test to find the top performers. The next one I would jump to would be pass rushers and three cone. Here you can see the list since 2007, the ones that have hit the 6.89 mark, and you see lots of hits. The Von Millers, the JJ Watts, the Joey Boses, TJ Watts, Heck, even the first two picks in last year's draft, Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson. You can find some nice second and third rounders, Harold Landry, Sam Hubbard, Max Crosby as well in round four. But it doesn't give you, you know, the full spectrum like we saw with the 20-yard short shuttle time and offensive lineman. Now, this isn't the only reason or way to consume the NFL Combine. In fact, I have a video coming out soon that will stress what I believe are the most beneficial ways NFL teams can use athletic testing when evaluating these prospects. Combine it with their weight and you get a composite score. More on that later. But now with the new schedule for the combine, we don't get offensive lineman testing until Sunday. So definitely keep this in mind. If we see anyone at 4.47 seconds or better among the offensive linemen to hit the 20 yard short shuttle, like we saw with four last season, three great hits, Zion Johnson, Abe Lucas, Zach Tom. I'll be tweeting about it. I'll be sure to post them in the comments down below. And as always, if you found this video helpful, be sure to leave a thumbs up. Namely, most importantly, hit that subscribe button, the notification bell, so you know when that next Combine video is coming up. We'll talk to y'all next time.